All right, let's do this again. Take two. <laughs> Hello, Take four. everybody. <laughs> this is Emily with Midwest. Oh my god, <laughs> Midwest madness. <laughs> I haven't been drinking. No, I'm drinking water. It is a Sunday. It's a Sunday evening too. Not that that would stop me. But that's yeah, that's fair. So I'm Danielle <laughs> and, and I'm Emily, and you already said that. Did I? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think so. This is Midwest Madness, a, a true crime true. cult conspiracy a cryptid podcast. If you didn't know, I'm Emily and that's Danielle. And we are a train wreck. <sighs> yep. But you know what? At least we're a fun train wreck. Choo choo, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm going to put that on a shirt. <laughs> Please do. Um, I'm sure mom will love one that. of us wearing that. Sirius has been a little bit of a menace today, so... If- we're gonna try not to have any interruptions, but if we do, we so- we apologize in advance. Yeah. I almost just said we sorry in advance. <laughs> it's a really good thing that it's my turn to do most of the talking and it's your turn to do the reacting. And the listening. Yes. Um so my story isn't like super long today. That's fine. Um last week's was my or my last one. Yeah. That one was like almost an hour long. Yeah, that one was long. So I decided to go a little bit shorter. Um, but this one is I'm I'll be I'll be kind of surprised if you haven't heard of it, but not completely shocked. Um, You told me where it was. Yeah. So um, I'm telling you the story today of Drew Shadeen. Doesn't sound familiar yet. Okay, so Drew was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota on September 26, 1981, which makes her exactly nine years and one day older than me. It's a woman. Yeah. Drew? Yep. D-R-U. I like it a lot too, a actually. Name. Right. Um, so she was going to college in Grand Forks at the University of North Dakota. Was an avid traveler. <laughs> okay, was an avid traveler. Um, and it it sounds like she was like studying aviation because it said that part of oh, her. Oh, that is a good school for aviation. Yeah, it I says say. that she was like um, able to do all this traveling because of her degree like what she was getting her degree in so it it sounds like she was doing something with aviation that's cool um she was a member of gamma phi beta and i'm not in a sorority so if i said that wrong i think that was right it's either gamma phi or gamma pi no i think it's phi i heard pi on a video that i listened to really briefly just to hear how her her last name was said so i just like am second guessing myself now um but she was in that sorority. She volunteered with kids and worked two jobs while going to college full time. Wow. So overachiever. She did a lot. Right. I'm like in school part time and working and doing this. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's too much. <laughs> so um, on November 22nd, 2003, Drew went missing after a shift at Victoria's Secret um, at Columbia Mall in Grand Forks. Um, she'd been on the phone with her boyfriend, Chris, at the time, and the last thing he heard her say was, okay, okay, and then, oh my god. Oh no. He just assumed that the call dropped because she saw, sounded really calm, like she didn't sound like anything was wrong. Okay. Um, so he was just like, oh, you know, whatever, the, the call just dropped, and like, I'm assuming cell service in 03 in that part of the country wasn't like top-notch yeah forks is kind of middle of nowhere out there Mm -hmm. so um 
He didn't really think anything of it and then received another phone call from Drew's phone around 7.44 p.m., but nobody was on the other end. It was just static okay, so the and f- buttons. The first call dropped at what time? Um, Like she called first call? I think it I think it was like five o'clock. So this was a couple hours later. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so then when she didn't show up for her second job, which was a waitressing job at El Roco nightclub, people became concerned because that was really unlike her. Hmm. Like I said, she was had a lot on her plate, so she was pretty responsible. She's probably really organized. She's probably one of those people who used a planner. <laughs> unlike me. <laughs> more like our youngest sister yeah she is very organized she's so i'm like very jealous yeah it makes me a little irritated because she's so good and then i try and i'm just not that good yeah i'm not either so that's a that's definitely a life skill i don't have so Um, it sounds like it was like the alarm was raised very quickly quickly. Mm -hmm. so um people like started looking for her really quickly and um nine days later only nine days police arrested alfonso rodriguez jr who was 50 at the time now did they find her body i have no idea how they got to him okay i don't know why they were like that guy is what we need to be looking at but did he work at the same place she worked? no he was a construction worker okay um and he lived in crookston minnesota um far it's about a half hour okay so i yeah i just i don't know how they got to him but there's like no information where it's like they yeah it they wasn't had like this evidence blah blah yeah blah. no i couldn't find anything and i looked because i was like i don't they just appear like they just get there yeah now when i tell you his history i would go and check on him right away first okay so um alfonso was a convicted level three sex offender in minnesota okay so what that means because i didn't know i don't know either so in minnesota and it sounds like the rest of the country but i just specifically looked at minnesota because it was in minnesota it's relevant um sex offenders have different levels to gauge kind of whether or not they will offend again or not you know like so a level one is like really unlikely to offend again so it could be something as simple as like urinating outside a of a school place. or okay. yeah so that could be a level one ser- um, level one sex offender okay a level three is the highest with the most risk of offending reoffending uh, i'm assuming he was in jail at some point yes thank god so but he probably should still be in jail so his um first um attempted rape was when he was only 21 and now he's 50 at this point jesus um when he killed drew which oh he did kill her okay um he had only been out of prison for about six months Ugh. um he'd been in prison for 23 years for stabbing and attempted kidnapping of another woman so did he kill the other person um no i don't it didn't none of my sources said that he killed Just the first like person that he stabbed and attempted, and attempted to kidnap, to kidnap her, her. Mm-hmm. okay yep it doesn't say that he sexually assaulted her either okay but i i would assume okay well let's well maybe not assume but assuming like, makes an ass out of you yeah. and me. <laughs> you're correct you're right you're right um According to one source, Alfonso strangled Drew while she fought back. He would stop and start over the two and a half hours that he was attacking her. So, did he confess and say that? He has not confessed. 
Um, so how do they know it was two and a half hours? She was missing for two and a half hours. That's it? Yeah. And then they found her? No. They arrested him nine days later. I'm confused. Just, just let me... just. Okay. It was really hard to do a timeline for this one because... It, it just was. It okay, was, okay. was kind of hard. I'll trust the process. <laughs> yeah. So, um, according to another source, when Drew was found, she had been beaten, stabbed, sexually assaulted, and had several cuts, including a five and a half inch one on her neck. Mm. Her hands had been bound behind her back with a rope, and a, there was a rope with plastic shopping bag underneath it around her neck, suggesting that he had put a bag over her head and then tied it okay to suffocate her jesus that's brutal yeah so the medical examiner concluded that she died from either the cut on her neck um suffocation or exposure they're not really sure oh exposure yeah meaning she could have been alive she could have been alive while they were looking oh Mm -hmm. jeez. um so yeah really really sad and like she was found partially nude which is also really sad um, and would would lead to the exposure right. assum- assumption because it was, you know, winter in Minnesota oh, yeah. slash in North Dakota. North Dakota, which is even, like, honestly worse than... Yeah, because it's further north. It's so. further north and it's just so... Flat. Flat uh-huh. and plainy that the wind just... Yeah, yep. You know about that, that winter wind in Nebraska. There's just nothing there to, to, to stop, stop it, it. yeah we, in minnesota at least there's a lot of trees yeah um so police found a bloody woman's shoe in his car as well as a receipt for a knife um when they tested the blood it was drew's what an idiot so again i don't know how they got to this guy but i would definitely have checked him out too sometimes <clears throat> And again, not saying this is what happened, but sometimes they do, like, if they don't have suspects, they do look at, like, sex offenders Mm -hmm. in the area. And, like, I know some people might be like, well, 30 minutes isn't really within the area, but up there, there's probably not much between Forks and Crookston. Yeah. So that Uh, could be in the area. And, like, even down here, like, a half hour is not that long. You know, like you live less than a half hour from our parents and our other sister lives about a half hour from our parents. So like it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. So, um, Alfonso claimed that he had been near the mall, uh, where Drew worked to see the movie, um, once upon a time in Mexico, but it wasn't playing anywhere near there at the time. So again, like you (laughs) dummy. Yeah. He claims that Drew looked like his abuser from childhood and it freaked him out enough that the first time he saw her in the mall, he walked away. He sees her again outside, decides to follow her, and that's where he pulled a knife. So he does admit that he pulled a knife on her, but he doesn't admit to killing her as far as I was aware. One source did say that there was like a jailhouse confession and that he had interviewed with somebody, but... Well, I'll get a little bit more into why I say he hasn't really confessed. I... It just sounds like a bunch of excuses at this point. Yeah. It's like he looked like your... She looked like your... Abuser from childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, like, lashed out and killed her instead. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is just super sad. 
Um, so he was sentenced to death on September 22nd, 2006, which is really interesting. And I, I know I saw your face um, because neither Nebraska nor Minnesota have death penalty. Did as you mean an to option. say Nebraska? Oh, no. North sorry. Dakota? North Dakota. Okay. Neither of those have death penalty. I was going to say. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so how? Okay. So here's the, the, the deal. The reason they were allowed to give the death penalty for this was because it's a federal crime. Because he took her from North Dakota and she brought her over state, state lines. lines into Minnesota. Her, oh. Because her body was found five months later in Crookston, where he was living at the time. Okay. So it was like once the snow all melted and stuff, like her body was found. Kind of interesting that both of our stories this week... Um, the death penalty played a part, even though they weren't, yeah, like really well, the death penalty states or a state that was like for the death penalty. Yeah. So I, I thought that was interesting too, but I didn't want to spoil Say anything it. for mine yeah. and yours. Yeah. Um. He will be executed in South Dakota because South Dakota does have the death penalty. Wow. Yeah. That's very interesting. So he's still alive. Yes, he's still alive right now. Um. And this is why I thought maybe you might know who Drew was. Um, In 2006, President George W. Bush signed the Adam Walsh Child Protection and Safety Act, which included um, Drew's Law. Um, That was the changed name of the National Sex Offender Public Registry. Um, And it changed the name to the Drew Shadeen National Sex Offender Public Website. So you can go to NSO. OPW, and that's the National Sex Offender Public Website, oh. and you can look up and see if there are any sex offenders in your area. I don't really want to do that. I was going to suggest that you maybe don't, because I think it'll really freak you out. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, because I was like, I don't want to know anything, and like, I don't want to freak her out. But like, just knowing Knowing you, me? Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you went up on there and were like scoping it out you although just... i do live really close to an elementary school so oh, so that's true you do um I so doubt. that that helps I, I might be in a safe zone yeah that helps um and since drew's uh kidnapping and murder both minnesota and north dakota have toughened their laws against sex offenders um because like he shouldn't have been out no if you're a level three sex offender and you have that high of a chance of offending again like i'm assuming he was on some sort of parole or probation uh, it's parole yeah but i i don't know nothing said anything about it and like literally it was six months he was out for six months before he kidnapped and killed her i definitely would assume he was probably on parole but again i guess that didn't really matter at this point because he still was able to do what he did um but yeah even if it's like not keeping them in for longer it's have it could just be like having a better system for like monitoring them when they're out society yeah if it was up to me i would say just lock them up if they're (laughs) that yeah if they're that likely to reoffend or and and what they've done he clearly had a really violent history yeah he'd attacked past two other people um um and also like it's prison is supposed to be a real rehabilitation place and it it just doesn't always i mean sometimes it is mm-hmm. and sometimes it really works for people 
and sometimes it just doesn't and clearly here it just didn't i think it depends on the person too oh absolutely absolutely like there's just some people who aren't well and some people just kind of like thrive in that type of a situation where you are very regimented and like you don't have a lot of free will to do whatever you want like like almost like military you know like where you just don't have a lot of free will yeah not that we're equating the prison system to the military but we're just saying like some people really do well in an environment like like a structured yes environment yes thank you that was the word i was looking for (laughs) i was like i know there's a word um that's so sad six months that's yeah literally a blink of an eye i know yeah because he got out in may and she went missing at the end of november so Oh, that's, I just, So the reason why, um, he, Alfonso is like, I'm confused about whether he confessed or not is because in 2015 there, it came to light that there was a letter written by Alfonso's attorney in 2006. Um, his attorney's name is Richard Ney. And he sent the letter to former U.S. attorney Drew Wrigley from North Dakota. Okay. And the letter said that Alfonso wanted to plead guilty to avoid death row and would not contest to life in prison with zero appeals. But um, the family was made aware of this and they were like, you know, no. (laughs) It sounded like they were just like, well, do what you think you should do. And so Wrigley was like, no. Um, so in April 2018, they were in the middle of an appeal. His attorney says that, quote, he's not mentally competent to be put to death, end quote. So they're trying to say that he's got some Are they trying to mental like, issues. Do like an insanity plea yes. after mm-hmm. the fact? Yeah, his new attorneys are currently trying to keep him from being put to death by alleging that he has high risk factors that make that may have impacted his ability to make decisions. But U.S. Attorney Wrigley disputed these claims, and he says that they have not met the burden of proof that would exempt him from the death penalty. One of the things that I saw that they're trying to claim, and this is just, like, kind of infuriating and kind of insulting to Drew's memory, is that um, there were some pesticides used in his area that could have affected his brain chemistry and his dna makeup what yeah that's what i said i was like wait so that was only in one source but that was the source that i found like the stuff about the letter in and so like saying that these pesticides affected this one person yeah in such a negative way that it turned him into a a sex offender rapist and, and murderer yeah and an attempted murderer <laughs> serious hopped down and like shook the little table that emily's computer's on and it i think both of our hearts stopped for a hot sec <laughs> he just wants to watch the rain yeah he's really into it <laughs> yeah um i would have to say probably not on that one but i am not a pesticides uh expert expert yeah i know i thought it was really weird too and like like I said, it's kind of insulting. Like, you were just, like, really, like, yeah. Like, let let the family have some peace and some closure. And, like, sometimes don't you wish people would just, like, you did a fucked up shitty thing. Just, yeah. like, take ownership, take ownership of, ownership it. of it. Yeah. You're a terrible person. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs> yep. End of story. Like, 
Ugh. Yeah. So, so I know this this may piss some people off, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. It's your turn it's to piss opinion. people off anyway. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the last one was me. Sometimes I don't understand how defense attorneys can sleep at night. Oh my God. Right. Like I know defense attorneys, a lot of them. There's a lot of wrongful convictions out there and a lot of terrible, 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 terrible stories. Curtis Flowers. Yes. Curtis Flowers is a great one. Best example. Yeah. That that are out there and defense attorneys are like literally all-star, rock star, like heroes in those stories. And then sometimes I'm just like, how? Like how? he's clearly a dangerous person. He's clearly guilty. Like, you would feel comfortable like having this person like in your out neighborhood on the street yeah yeah, yeah I, I understand what you're and saying. i know that might piss some people off but you know what i can say my opinion on some of this stuff and that's why you're listening <laughs> like- <laughs> and if you disagree with me you can say it but say it nicely seriously say it nicely don't tell us that we should just quote shouldn't talk or whatever like <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like we're allowed to have opinions and like just remember you don't know us either yeah and we don't know you so like you can't judge what we say because you don't know our history and our past and all that fun stuff but i think it's safe to say that some defense attorneys i are like probably in it for like the money and the notoriety of it all and all of that and i would say most defense attorneys are in it for the right reasons yeah i would agree with you i i think like any profession there's going to be some bad apples that are in it for the wrong reasons yeah so take you know take it with a grain of salt yeah i guess so that's just my two cents on this attorney yay fuck you i don't actually know if he's still his attorney okay well but he has some attorneys like there's like one in philadelphia and one in like i i don't know they're like all it was weird it was all over the place um but when i was looking at some more recent stuff it said that um this battle could continue to like are they trying to prolong like like does he have an execution date not that i could find okay um but it said that this the whole like should he be on death row is he competent enough to be on death row um battle could continue for up to five years so who knows um at this point he's and I'm sure that's even longer now with the COVID. I think he's in his 70s. So he could probably die before. Yeah. Which, like, darn. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, that's we don't want him out anyways. Best case scenario. Sorry about it. Yeah. But Well, I'm not super sorry about it because he, like, killed someone who had a, an incredibly bright future ahead of her and yeah. just seemed like, you know how, like, there's that cliche where every murder show is like, she lit up a room. Yes. And, like, she literally seems like she was that kind of person. I always say that if I ever get murdered and like you guys go on Dateline or something, like be honest and be like, she was a bitch in the mornings. <laughs> she really needed her coffee. Like she liked to go to bed early. Um, but yeah, she was fun. Yeah. Okay. I straight up told mom and dad and I actually had this conversation at dinner the other day where I was like, yeah, don't tell people that I like lit up a room because that's bullshit. Yeah. Tell them that I was kind of a bitch. I had like four friends. I really and, liked my dog. And, yeah. And like I sleep in too late on weekends. Yeah. Like <laughs> be honest because I was like, I will haunt you guys. Like, no, I'm sure not again. I, people might 
take this the wrong way. We're not saying that people didn't light up a room because I'm sure they did. Yeah. We just we don't. don't. <laughs> so we are not the light up the room type. No. Like my smile did not make your day. It's, you know, like whatever. So my sarcastic sense of humor might have. Oh, yes. I think you're hilarious. Thank you. So, so do I. <laughs> Um, and I we know just got I'm not way funny. off topic. I'm so sorry, well, you guys. Kind of because we normally don't do this. No, though, so um, we just we're just saying that like Drew literally seemed like that kind of person, and she's just so pretty. And like, not that that matters, Mm-mm. but like, she just has this smile in all the pictures that you see of her that you're just like, ugh. It's just so heartbreaking that this piece of shit cut such a promising life short how old was she at the time do you remember she was uh off the top of your head 20 so she was born in 81 this happened in 03 22 yeah 22 so she was probably pretty close to graduating yeah not not far from that and like which is such a happy time she had it said that she was really super excited for it sounded like she was doing like a senior trip because she was going to australia and she was like really excited for it but that was coming up in the next couple years and like it's just, ugh, it just makes my heart so sad because she really seemed like she had such a promising life ahead of her. It's tough. Um, and then when I said the, that um, President George Bush, George W. Bush, um, signed the Adam Walsh Child Protection and Safety Act, your face kind of went like, why do I know that name? Adam Walsh is very, the name is very so, familiar. So do you know who John Walsh is from America's Most Wanted? No. So John Walsh is the host of a TV show that used to be on called America's Most Wanted. Show. Isn't it back? Um, I don't know if it's the same though. It's a little bit different. Okay. Um, and so he had a son named Adam who I think it happened in a southern state. So I don't think we can cover it. But okay. he maybe in a Patreon. Yeah, maybe if we ever decide. If to we start figure, one. yeah, if we figure that out. Um, we won't have enough listeners one day. No, <laughs> not right now. We don't. Um, but Adam Walsh went missing from a mall and okay. was never found. Always never found. Not that I am aware of. Oh. And so now John Walsh and then Adam's younger brother, whose name I cannot remember right now, but it's kind. Of, I feel like it's kind of a weird name. Like it's not like Adam. It's like yeah, something unique. different. Yeah. Um, they they host like a show that's kind of like America's Most Wanted. I don't know if it's still called that, but so that's who Adam Walsh is. Okay. Is his son? Okay. So, yeah. So if you are curious, if you live near any uh, sex offenders, you can look that up because of Drew Shadeen and her horrible, senseless murder. Is that that's all that's you my got? yeah. That's my whole story. I thought there was gonna be a lot more. Um, I'm, I'm really glad there's not more because that would mean that she probably suffered more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just such a sad story because like, like I said, she looked, she had her whole life ahead of her and she just seemed like such a good person and it's just really sad. Yeah. She was a Libra, so she's cool. I'm very curious on the like phone conversation, like why she said, oh my God, but like, why was she so calm about it? Um. I'm wondering if she was just like, you know, okay, okay, and then like, oh my god, like you know when someone like, and then because he like, like surprises you and you're like, oh my god, yeah, and he like had the knife out. And she was like, okay, okay, like oh. she maybe she thought he was gonna just mug her oh, or you know, yeah, okay. and she's like, okay, okay, like staying calm and like old of him to do that while she's on the phone. Yeah, I know, wasn't that so sad? And that was her with her boyfriend. You said. Yeah, her boyfriend Chris. Mm. 
so super sad absolutely you want um my sources were um the nsopw.gov which is that website yeah. um they have a little about drew should um shadeen part um nations nation search.com um kvrr.com which is um a northern tv station okay um duluth news tribune dot com and murderpedia.org so i you got a murderpedia yeah i dipped down to the murderpedia for the first time awesome well this was a little different than what we normally do but there's a little more banter hopefully people don't get mad at me for what i said but at the same time you're allowed to have an opinion yeah and like my opinion yeah and people can disagree yeah people can disagree with that nicely um Mom and I were having a, an argument the other day, and she was like, you're so stubborn. You don't like when other people have other opinions. And I was like, no, I'm fine with other people having other opinions unless they're wrong opinions. <laughs> then I don't like them. She was like, oh, my God. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, you know, it's just your opinion. And like you said, if people don't like it, they don't have to. Yep. So. All right, so if you guys want to send us any story ideas, please do. Um, we would love to cover something that you want to hear. You can always DM us, too. Like, you yeah. don't have to just send them to the email. Yeah. I know I've gotten a handful of DMs on Facebook. Oh, really? Well, that's because I, like, posted about it on oh, a couple okay. of different podcast groups I'm in. So. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, our Facebook is Midwest Madness Podcast Group, group. not page. I think the page is no Gone. longer active. So um, you'll know you're at the right place when you have to like ask to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only reason we have it as ask is to keep the spam shit out of there. Yeah. I just do not have time for it. And then our Instagram is Midwest. Nope. Nope. MW Madness. MW Madness <laughs> podcast. Correct. And then that's our <laughs> Gmail too. So MW Madness podcast at gmail.com. And we will be back at it next week with a, another story by yours truly. Yes, you'll have to listen to Emily. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.